Hi, this is Gina Visram from LimitlessCoaching.com and you are listening to the Creative Career Solutions for Parents podcast. I am so excited today to be interviewing Helen McGuire, who is from Hopscotch ME, and we're going to tell you more about that now. But when I was creating my wish list of people to interview for this podcast, Helen was absolutely at the top of the list because she is doing incredible things for working mums and working parents and really, really, I guess, getting the message out about the importance of flexible working and how, I guess, essentially companies really lose great talent if it's not something that they tap into. So we will go more into that. But first, I just wanted to say welcome, Helen. Thank you very much for inviting me along. Oh, brilliant. Well, I'm so happy you could be here. So just for a bit of background, actually, Helen and I knew each other from uh, what seems like a million years ago when we both used to work at a PR agency here in London. Very hectic, very long hours, very interesting work. But I know for me, it's certainly, I I can't imagine the, the mommy me in that environment. No, I mean, definitely not. It was one of those things you can do probably when you're single or, um, you know, otherwise don't have kids. But uh, it, it was fairly demanding, wasn't it, I think, is, is one way of putting it. <laughs> I think, <laughs> I think yeah. demanding is an absolutely accurate word for it. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. As interesting as it was, it, yeah, it was, it felt overwhelming even when it was just you pre-family, much yeah. less family exactly. to be involved. I don't think it was an accident that certainly for a long time, there, there were loads of women in the business, weren't there, Helen? But there weren't any mums. Yeah. No, I mean, I can think of maybe a couple of mums, um, I think probably all of whom have left now. But yeah, I mean, there, there were dads there, certainly, but there was a huge kind of young, young contingent there. It was quite, quite a party atmosphere, I'd say. <laughs> definitely. Maybe, not, maybe not in the office, but certainly out of hours. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So... Helen is a mum of two, a former comms professional, as we've been discussing here, and described herself as an erstwhile DJ, and was inspired to set up Hopscotch in 2016, and really drives all aspects of this business. So Hopscotch Middle East is on a mission to make flexible working for professional women a reality in the Middle East. Very welcome in the Middle East, I'm sure, but actually really would be here in the UK and and really worldwide as well. So, Helen, can we start by you telling me more about your current business and your journey to get there? Yeah, um, so I set up Hopscotch.ae, as you correctly mentioned, um, last year. So um, Hopscotch's story is very much my story, is very much probably your story and many other um, mum's stories as well. Um, It was set up really off the back of um, maternity leave with my first child, where I realised very quickly that although I was quite lucky to be able to go back to work four days a week, that was not the norm um, in this region. There was really nowhere for people to find flexible work at all, and certainly no specific support for women looking to switch careers. Because the issue here as well is it's not just mums, it's women who move here, kind of playing second fiddle almost to their husbands, even though they themselves have incredible career backgrounds. It can be quite hard to find work here. And lots of people move to Dubai for a different lifestyle. They might not want to work 
five days a week. Let's face it, who does really? Yeah, um, absolutely. <laughs> so, you know, or, or they might just want a career change. Um, those options should be available and they quite simply weren't. And from a business perspective as well, I worked in advertising here for four years, as I mentioned, and I knew from my own um, recruiting um, perspective, there was really nowhere to find people who could just do a couple of days a week on a, you know, copywriting job or help with some account management um, or, you know, other kind of jobs that we needed being uh, to be done on ad hoc basis for, for different projects. It was a case of sticking your hand up in the office and just kind of saying, does anybody know somebody who could do this for, you know, 20 hours a week or whatever. So really, I put two and two together on that front. I don't have a recruitment background at all, but I'm very lucky that my husband does. He has a recruitment business here um, that's been running now for six years. So he has that sort of aspect of things. So he's the co-founder of Hopscotch. And we did our due diligence and our research for about six months whilst I went back to work. And seven months pregnant with my second baby, um, I launched Hopscotch. At seven months pregnant with your second little one. Incredible. (laughs) Incredible. Well, it was, you know, it was kind of one of those things of, Either I do this now, and you know how it is, you know, I mean, I, I have pretty awful pregnancies, but there, there is a window where I feel all right. Um, and I just thought, if I don't get this done now, there is very little chance it's going to happen before the end of the year. Um, this is April last year, and my son was due in June. Um, because there's even less chance with a screaming baby that anything is going to get done. Absolutely. Um, you know, and we had everything in place, and it was kind of, well, let's see, because there was nothing like this in the region before, so we didn't know what the response would be. We didn't expect it to be probably as overwhelming as it was, but, you know, because it was, we, it then meant we could hire people, and I could kind of step out of the office for a few months while I tried to make my son sleep a bit more, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> sleep is always such a big topic, absolutely. Yeah, yeah there you go, the podcast. So, Helen, you have alluded to this, but tell me, well, tell us a bit more about your family. Um, Yeah, so we moved um, to Dubai, uh, my husband and myself, uh, nearly five years ago now. um, And I had my first baby, um, she's nearly two and a half now, and I had my son uh, last June, so he's nearly one. We have a, a setup that, you know, is very fortunate here in that, you know, it's not like living in London where help is basically unaffordable. Most people here have nannies and someone to help at home. So we had somebody who started with us just before my daughter was born. So um, we're very used to to that. Um, She's brilliant. And um, she, between her nursery, me and my husband, we juggle everything really. So all the home stuff, all the looking after kids, drop-offs, pickups, um, and all the rest of it. So yeah, we, you know, my husband and I both have our own businesses now. So hours are not not too crazy. I mean, you know, I probably do about thirty hours a week. I'd say, um, but that is definitely on uh, the mummy time zone, as I like to think of it. Which <laughs> you know, can be it's kind of around nursery hours, and then I'm generally with them in the afternoon, and I'll do a bit more when they go to bed. I'll occasionally do a bit on the weekends, but you know, get, getting getting the work done, but certainly not in a nine to five um, nine to five kind of way. This is it, and I think this is what. I'm really seeing is is needed 
for mums particularly, but I think it's awesome that you, like you said, you really support anybody who wants flexible working. But yeah. yes, the, the afternoons end up being so important, don't they? Which is yeah. essentially what makes traditional working hours really quite tricky. Yeah, I think also, you know, if you're missing, so I, I generally do the kind of drop off at nursery in the morning. Um, we have a lovely little nursery here that's only about 10 minutes from our house. And then I'm 10 minutes from there to get into work. They're there until 1.30. So I do mornings in the office, pick them up, go home. And then because I'm at home, you know, I don't feel like I need to be with them physically for, you know, the four hours before they go to bed necessarily. But I'm there. And it means either my nanny's kind of taking them up to the park or play with them or I am. And I always do tea time and bedtime and that kind of thing. So it just sort of works around those hours. And the companies that we work with here, um, they all get that as well. So we're not just about, certainly not just about part time um, or working from home or freelance. It's really working with companies that understand the different time zones that, that mums and, and some women have to work. Um, and, and some of that's full time and it's around core hours and some of it's flexi time and, you know, some of it's part time. And Helen, what sorts of companies are you seeing that are offering flexible working in your experience? So it really is across the board. Our niche is women and flexible work. So aside from that, we work completely across industry. What we see in terms of the level of companies that we work with, the big, big multinationals, so the likes of um, MasterCard, Nestle, PepsiCo, uh, GE, Facebook, etc., etc. You know, the mandate is a global one. So it comes from their HQ in maybe New York, London, Paris, wherever it might be. and they have to, you know, they have to toe the line. They have to have a certain percentage of women in the workforce. They have to offer a decent maternity leave, flexible hours, all of that kind of thing. So they work with us because we're the only company here who are who, who are doing this for women specifically. So those are the sorts of companies that we work with on a very big level. On a, on a smaller level, it's very attractive for, um, I'd say, SMEs rather than entrepreneurs because. You know, using a recruitment company does involve fees. Um, so for them, it's, you know, it, it can be a little bit at the moment outside of their remit. However, we do have um, some new packages that we're offering to entrepreneurs now, which is helping. But for SMEs, it makes a lot of sense because here... Um, to employ somebody, you need to purchase a visa for them. For many uh, women here, they're on their husband's visa already, which makes recruiting cheaper, you know. So for an SME who just needs a marketing person who can help out for 10 hours a week, they don't need somebody in that office for 40 hours. It's going to be a lot cheaper and a lot easier just to hire somebody on a flexible basis through us. So it, it works kind of across the across the board, really, for everybody, And that's part of our job is to, you know, quite often educate um, companies here about flexible work and why it's, you know, why it's so good and why it does work for them as well. Definitely. And I imagine education being a huge part of that, especially if it is something that you haven't seen in the region, something that you guys are really pioneering. But again, I do feel that it's so important to stress that I think that sort of education and what you're doing there, even though you're real pioneers pioneers in the market, 
could could really fall on some welcome ears sort of here as well and in the US where their maternity leave is minuscule (laughs) and in all sorts of other places where it's where it's quite tough for mums so with with all of that said I was wondering Helen what what sort of advice or guidance or encouraging words would you give to mums who want to get back into employment but don't think that opportunities with flexibility exist they do exist it is the first thing I would say I mean I think before we started we were also slightly nervous uh, of where these jobs were going to be coming from (laughs) Um, we've done our research leading up to launch and that research um, showed us that 80% of companies here of our existing clients needed people on a flexible basis so we knew that it existed but it was just that kind of extra thing of well you you need it and we're here to provide it and it's putting those two things together until we actually got motoring though um, and we had the kind of pool of of professional women that we do now you know the conversation was always well where are you going to find these women how uh, you know surely they're already in full-time work or you know that you're not going to be able to find them on LinkedIn you know we now have a pool of talented women a sort of unique pool to hopscotch if you like um, of women who want this kind of work and the same applies for companies really we have a unique connections with with those companies because they know that they can rely on us to find these women to fill their positions and I think from a from a mum's perspective a lot of the you know particularly if you've left and you don't have a job to go back to a lot of the issue is confidence and we come up against that quite a lot which is why we also have a huge training element to our Um, to Hopscotch. You know, Hopscotch is not a recruitment company. It's a platform for professional women. And here they find networking opportunities, they find training opportunities, free events, one-to-one, all of that kind of stuff. And I would say to women, you know, if you're looking to get back to work or you want a career change, invest a little bit of time in doing that. If you need to change your CV because you were once a flight attendant and now you want to go into you know, recruitment, which is actually a genuine example from one of the ladies who works for us. Invest a little bit of time in sitting with somebody professional and going through your CV because it will not only give you the tools to approach different employers, it will also give you the confidence that you can do that because you know that you have a solid CV and that you have those transferable skills. And also network. You know, networking is a, certainly in this region is very easy to do. Get out there, go to different conferences, um, go to different events because even if you don't find a job at that event, you might meet somebody who then remembers you, who then passes you on to somebody else. You might need somebody further down the line. So it's not all about just going to the traditional recruiters. Recruiters are not there to solve your problems or um, rewrite your CV for you. It will never happen. You have to take the initiative yourself and, and just you know think about what it is you need for that new role and go out there and find it. There are a few points that I'm so keen to pick up on there, Helen, and one of them is what you've just said about confidence. Now, I may or may not have recorded a podcast about this already, actually. I'll check, and if not, it's definitely on my radar. But I was totally blown away by a stunning friend of mine who, when we got together a... must have been a couple of months ago now... She said the words, I feel like I have no skills anymore. 
And this is a woman who, I mean, she's now a mum of three, but we knew each other from when we were doing our masters together in Cardiff. And she's so dynamic and so amazing and and the kinds of women that you and I will be blessed to, to come across all the time. But the confidence piece is something that that I really realised is incredibly valid, which is actually why I guess it's part of my as of my own career coaching now. One of the things that I'm about to start offering is based around confidence coaching, whether it's just before an interview or when you're preparing your CV or that sort of thing. Yeah. But what would you say to mums who, I mean, this this particular friend of mine had been sort of in and out of work, maybe more out of work because she has three little ones under the age of six. Right. But what would you say to mums who do feel low on their confidence in terms of what they need to do to just re-inject that and I guess kind of remember the person that they were pre-mum? Yeah, I mean, you know, this happens a lot. And I I remember just from my own experience coming back into into work, into the office after, um, so I had eight, seven, eight months off with um, my first baby and just not not being able to remember how to right-click on a a Mac. And, um, you know, it it was something stupid and very simple, but I just couldn't remember because I'd been out of the office for eight months. I mean, I didn't need to right-click on a Mac for eight months. Suddenly I did. And, you know, I've spoken with people. I I did a, um, a panel last week with a chief marketing officer who had three kids and she said she went into the office after her third, could not remember how to write an email, couldn't remember how to open the new email and write it, and she had to call her husband and ask him. I'm telling you, baby brain is real, and it really exists for quite a while. I completely relate. Yeah, Yeah. but she's chief marketing officer at an international uh, media and she still has that job, despite the fact that she went back and couldn't remember how to open an email. You know... Really, the confidence thing is is all sort of in your mind. And I think probably before you had a baby, you had zero confidence about bringing a baby into the world or what on earth you would do or how you would deal with it. And you dealt with it. You know, having had zero prior experience, if it's your first baby, you dealt with it. Your baby's still alive. You're still alive. Everybody's still happy. Now, if you can achieve that, I'm pretty sure you can achieve going back into the workplace a year after you've had a baby and yes, it might take you a week to remember everything that you need to remember, but that's fine because no one's expecting you to pull, you know, an absolute miracle out uh, after a week of being back from maternity leave. It will take a little bit of time, but I think it is, um, you know, you haven't lost those skills. They're just not something that you need to use on a daily basis. And in the time that you've been away, you've added to them. There's, there is absolutely no doubt about that. What you bring to the workforce after you've had kids is very different to what you've had previously. So, you know, you're probably um, much, much better at multitasking. You probably get an awful lot more things done in a shorter amount of time because you have to, you know, you have to be out of the office at five or six or whatever it might be. And you probably have a different way of dealing with people as well. So, there, you know, there are multiple things that you can bring back to the workforce that you didn't have previously. And you, you'll remember all those other things as well. It, it won't take too long. But it is a matter of confidence. And confidence is, is nothing more than a mind trick. Um, so I think, you know, as I said before, doing some coaching, sitting down with somebody if you need to, is, is a good way of, of leaping over that particular barrier. And I think a big part of it is actually just getting moving again, isn't it? Because 
before yeah. you're you're doing the thing that you want to do it's it's in your head and it's getting bigger and bigger and more scary and and more debilitating as opposed to actually just getting there and then like you said realizing you can't remember how to do this but then figuring that out and then yeah. bit by bit the pieces come together and you 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 start to as as different as you are and and I completely recognize that in myself I'm in in ways I'm an entirely different person now that I've gone back to work one of the ways being that I need to be really, really rigid with my time. And I used to be beyond flexible before, probably ridiculously so. You know, my contract says I'm done at five, but I'm still in the office at nine kind of scenario. So I'm now kind of really because of Nyla, you know, my hubby takes her to the childminder in the morning because I go in very early, but I pick her up and I need to be out of the building by 4.30. If I'm not she's not being picked up on time. And that has to be my biggest priority. So that's been a massive change um, for me. And I would imagine for many mums. But I know in my experience, once you just start doing something, once you're in motion, then you can correct and improve. But while it's still just kind of playing out in your head, um, it feels insurmountable. So I completely get what you mean when you say it's, it's a mindset trick. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I agree with you. And I think, you know, what I hear from mums and certainly, you know, what I achieve myself is uh, once you're actually there and you're in the swing of things, you will achieve so much more in a shorter space of time because you know there is no flexibility on you leaving at, you know, four o'clock or whatever it might be for you. My focus when, I mean, today, for example, Sunday is a working day in, in Dubai and my kids are not in nursery today. So I know that I have, I don't have that deadline of having to leave at 1pm or whatever it might be. Um, I've probably got as much done today in almost a full day as I would have done in a half day, which I will be doing tomorrow. (laughs) Um, It's just, you know, it's just a kind of mental, it's a mental barrier, really. I know I've got a bit more time, so I've spent a bit more time making tea, you know, maybe having a chat with somebody or whatever. So I think, you know, as as a mum, you have so many other partitions in your head if you like that you have to switch from one to the other into being a mum into doing tea time into doing bedtime into doing house admin whatever it might be but you know you can't borrow too much from that you have to kind of you have to respect that you have to respect those those boundaries really much more than you than you used to have to I think definitely definitely and Helen just a few more questions before we wrap up but one of the things that I'm wondering is what has surprised you most along your, I guess, your professional and personal journey to where you are today? What has surprised you most? I think how adaptable, you know, if I'm speaking about myself, how adaptable I can be. I mean, you mentioned in your intro, um, I used to work for the BBC, so I was a radio producer for almost 10 years um, and I did some DJing as a hobby as well. And I transferred those skills into um PR and advertising, creating content for brands, and I've transferred those skills into um, setting up my own business for women. And you know, all of those things have had a very simple thread through them, which has been passion. I don't do anything for money. I've made several career decisions that have taken me backwards on the pay scale, so I can I can definitely prove that point. Um, <laughs> But um, no, it, you know, it really is kind of something that, that lights a bit of a fire within me. And Hopscotch has definitely been that and, and continues to be that. And I think um, I said to somebody the other day, um, 
you know, the day that I don't have to come into work at Hopscotch and open the doors and help women find flexible work is the day that I've done my job, you know. Unfortunately, it means I will no longer have a job. And I, and I doubt very much in my <laughs> lifetime that's actually going to happen. But, you know, it, it really it has surprised me kind of how much I've been able to remould and remodify those skills. So I think if I can do it, then anyone can do it, really. Incredible. And Helen... Where can listeners of our podcast um, go to keep up with what you do? And before you answer, I just do want to reiterate that while Helen is based in Dubai, the the work that they do is so incredible and so inspiring. And I'm sure that if you have reached the end of this interview, uh, which you would have if you'd started, because it's been riveting the whole way. But if you follow her on social media, you will realize that what she does and what she shares and what she posts is incredibly motivational and interesting really for anybody interested in flexible working and whether it is a case of going to a conference and speaking as you've been doing more recently or even motivational quotes, there there is a lot out there that uh, that you can really sort of soak in and help you along your own journey. So that's a very long-winded way before I then say, Helen... How can we all keep up with what you're up to? Yeah, um, so all you need to do is just head to hopscotch.ae, head to our Facebook, which is hopscotch.me, and it's the same on Twitter and Instagram. You'll find all the links on our website anyway. Um, Just to kind of follow up on on what Gina said, um, we do actually have offices. um, As I mentioned, my husband is the is the recruiter with you know international brand and what have you so we actually have offices in um, London and in Hong Kong um, so we're starting to offer hopscotch's services over there as well so do take a look the website needs updating to reflect that but that is a work in progress so have a look and as Gina said you know it's really not just about particular flexible roles it really is about um inspiration and motivation to get women more women um, out there into the workforce and, and really back where they belong brilliant Helen well I love what you're up to and I'm so pleased that you are pioneering this and hopefully we will speak again uh, on the podcast and of course in general but again congratulations on all that you're doing and oh, and thanks so much for the opportunity. It's um, it's brilliant to talk to you. And um, yeah, you know, likewise with your endeavours as well. It, it's really uh, quite admirational. So yeah, well done. Brilliant. Thank you. Likewise. All right. Well, lots of cuddles to your two little ones. Uh, Thank you. And uh, take care. We'll speak soon. Take care. Thanks, Gina. Bye. Thanks, Ellen. Bye-bye. And that is it. You have been listening oh. to the Creative Career Solutions for Parents podcast. This has been an interview with Helen Maguire, and I'm so pleased that we uh, have spoken to her today, and I'd love to know what you think about what we discussed. So do please feel free to go onto the Limitless Coaching Facebook page, comment below the episode, uh, let me know what your takeaways have been, And as ever, don't hesitate to get in touch with me if there are any topics you would like us to talk about on the podcast. Take care and as ever, thank you for hanging out with me. Have an amazing day.